can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito. The Celtics are coming off of the biggest tale of two halves win I have ever seen. Celtics come out 143-140 in overtime. Gonna run through the podcast, same as usual. Go through player of the game, some of the good, some of the bad, and... A standings update to wrap things off. Uh, I want to start today's podcast before jumping into player of the game by saying that the Celtics came out of halftime. They were booed off of the court, escorted into the locker room, down 77-48 to at halftime on one of the worst performances in a half I have ever seen out of a Celtics team. And managed to pull off one of the best comebacks short of the Patriots in the Super Bowl against Atlanta. Tonight's comeback was unbelievable. And I'm going to segue right into this. The only reason it was possible was because of our player of the game, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is player of the game tonight. By far, no questions asked. No one else even touched him. Tied Larry Bird's record for most points scored by a Celtic. 60 points tonight. Yes, 6-0. Unbelievable game. He was hitting absolutely everything today. Absolutely everything. Carried the Celtics team offensively through a large portion of today. Scored the first 12 points of the game. Like, it combined, nobody else in the, like, in the entire first quarter, we scored 16 points. He had 14 of them in the entire quarter. It is absolutely abysmal to think that the team just could not put anything else together. Uh, however, he carried it into every single quarter and lit up the San Antonio Spurs team. 60 points. The guy was super efficient tonight also. It's kind of hard to score 60 and not be efficient, I guess. But 20 of 37 from the field, 5 of 7 from 3, 15 of 17 from the free throw line. Nobody else on the Celtics shot well tonight. Like, Jason Tatum carried this offense For a large portion of the night. As a team, we were shooting terrible the entire first half. I'm pretty sure we were at like 20% from three, 28, maybe 32% from the field at halftime. We brought it up a lot. Definitely not a a great shooting performance. But 46% from the field, 47% from three. Which is phenomenal. So we turned that part around, and that was really what led us into the whole second half comeback. Uh, But realistically, this was just a crazy intense game watching in the fourth quarter. Third, fourth, and overtime. Just absolutely insane. Honestly, 
The guy that played next best past Tatum is Aaron Neesmith. And he got a lot of run tonight. 30 minutes, which is fourth on the team. More than Thompson. More than Fournier. More than Time Lord. The only three that played more were Tatum, Brown, and Smart. That's it. Overall, Aaron Neesmith, I think, had an unbelievable game. 7 of 9 from the field. 2 of 3 from 3. Chipped in another six rebounds and assist and steal. Led the team in plus minus, plus 12. Every time he was out there, he was making some sort of hustle play. Including super late in the game. Where he got the loose ball on the rebound. Jumped on the floor. Of course he was the first person on the floor. And managed to tie the ball up. It Just like all over the place. All over the place tonight. Was diving on the ground. Making a bunch of high energy plays. And a bunch of offensive rebounds. He added in two offensive rebounds as well. Late in the game. That really added to this team. I said, I said it last game. And I'll say it again. Like If we can get these, these minutes from Aaron Neesmith. It's a different team. It's a different team. I will not, I'm not going to sit here and say that this game was a, a good win by any means because we played like absolute trash in the first quarter. But the fact that we were able to come back from this and pull off a win is incredible. John Corrales said it yesterday on his podcast. I don't care how they win at this point. All we care about is wins. And there is no truer statement. And you'll see that when we talk about the standings later in the podcast. But this win is as necessary as they come. And it is much, much needed and very impressive. The fact that we were able to pull this off tonight after being down 32 points is mind-boggling. And it it pretty much all came down to the fact that we just played two different halves. Like, offensively, defensively. In the first half for the Spurs, they scored 39 and 38. Second half, 26 and 25. Massive differences. It's almost a third, it's a 13 point difference between quarter to quarter. For the Celtics, 16-32, 42-38. So just, again, massive, massive differences. And it we somehow managed to pull that off. Like, we beat the Spurs by 16 in the third quarter. And then to finish it off, 13 in the fourth. It's just, it's ultra, ultra impressive. Again, like it's it's hard to put into words the level of like pathetic, embarrassing play that we saw in the first half. There was no heart on defense. There was nothing. No hustle. It just we looked uninterested. We were outscored by twenty three points in the first quarter alone. And we managed to pull this win off, which is ultra, ultra impressive. You look at the rest of the guys, not many people had good stats. 
I will give Marcus Smart a little bit of credit here because he was the guy that was facilitating everything tonight. Didn't have a great shooting night, but obviously, honestly, didn't really shoot a lot. 10 points, 2 of 6 from the field. Again, anytime Marcus Smart is under 8, throw your hands in the air and praise. That's what we're doing. 5 of 6 from the line, so got to the line a bunch, but added in 4 rebounds, 12 assists, 2 steals, and a block. It's it's just it's impressive. Evan Fournier didn't have a great game, didn't shoot a ton either, only took six shots, made three of them. So this is the best percentage-wise shooting night that we've seen from him. In well, since COVID at least. Ended with eight points, two rebounds, and a steal. Jalen Brown will probably save him for the, the second half, but really struggled in the first. Pulled it together a little bit in the second. Still not really. Uh, but we were able to pull this out. The guy tonight that uh, didn't put up a ton of points, didn't do a ton as far as defense, I don't think, was Tristan Thompson. He chipped in 15 rebounds, including eight offensive. That, to me, was just as big as anything. Like, huge, huge minutes for Tristan Thompson. He played almost the entire second half. I mean, he was gassed at the end. Uh, So they ended up putting Time Lord in for, I want to say, like the last four minutes of the fourth and then an overtime. But Tristan Thompson played unbelievable basketball for a good portion. Again, he didn't do a ton as far as points, but was all over the glass for his second game in a row was putting everything out on the line, trying to make plays. Uh, And he did. He did. He was called for a a pretty bad offensive, well, I guess a legal screen late in the game that almost looked like it was going to be a a game-changing play. Uh, But we were able to turn around. Guys, this this is as impressive of a win as it gets. It really is. It's not a good win, but it's an impressive win. Like, we did what we needed to do late in the game. So, that's where I'm going to wrap that part up. I want to talk about some of the negatives, where we got to, how we got to that spot, um, and really wrap up with some of the the standings updates. But I'm going to keep this half short. This will be a shorter podcast for you as well. Before we dive into the second half, go through really the negatives and then a standings update, do you want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors? All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. 
All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk about some of the negatives here. This is pretty much all first half stuff. I touched on it briefly, but this Celtics team came out with absolutely no fire. In the first half, the Spurs were shooting, I want to say it was 72%, which is an absurd number through a half of basketball. The Celtics could not stop them defensively. Again, 39 points in the first, 38 in the second. Two of the worst quarters that we've had all season, back-to-back. And it really came down... So, like, the thing that's frustrating with that is... A couple games ago, we came out flat, and that was part of our three-game losing streak. Came out super flat. Jalen Brown interviewed after the game. Said that we didn't come out with any energy. We came out flat. Didn't look like we wanted to be there. And then last game, we turned it up. Jalen Brown specifically turned it on. And the Celtics looked unbelievable to start the game. And... Tonight was the complete opposite. Nothing was working. We weren't hitting any of our shots. We were shooting close to 20% while they were shooting 70. Jason Tatum, again, scored 14 of the 16 points. Tristan Thompson scored with, I want to say, a minute and a half left. And that was the very first basket from anyone that wasn't Tatum. So like 11 minutes and I want to say it was like 11 minutes and 12 seconds before someone besides Tatum scored. And that is embarrassing. Everybody was missing everything. Fournier started off, missed his first two. Marcus Smart, I think, missed one or two. Jalen Brown missed a bunch. Thompson missed a couple. And it's just nobody was hitting anything. Second quarter, we figured out the offense, but we still sucked on defense. The Spurs were hitting every shot, and it wasn't until the third quarter where we really started to turn things around. Uh, So this is, it's just tough. Like, we got into the exact same problem area that we've been in all season long, where we just come out and do not show any sort of effort. That's the part that's extremely frustrating. And that's the part that you just shake your head at. Because this team is so talented and is capable of making these incredible runs. But we're not putting together 48 minutes. And that's the thing that the Celtics have struggled with all season long. We're 64 games into the season at this point. And for 64 64 games, it's pretty much been the exact same thing. 48 minutes of inconsistent play. 
And that's the part that really sucks. Tonight, again, we were able to pull it off. A win is a win. And I want to move past this at this point. I do want to talk about the standings. And then we'll wrap things up. Make it a short podcast. Right now, the Atlanta Hawks also lost tonight. Which is huge. They got smoked by Philly. Who they play again next game. They're playing them back-to-back games. This is our chance to make a run. This is our chance. As of right now, you got Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee. Again, top three, not going to change. In the four spot, we have New York Knicks. Who have a pretty tough schedule coming up. Uh, They're going on, I want to say it's a seven-game road trip. So their position could change. A game and a half behind them at nine games back total is the fifth place Atlanta Hawks with a 34 and 30 record. And with a 34 and 30 record in the sixth spot is the Boston Celtics tied with them nine games behind in the standings. Miami heat are right there. And I mean, right there, 10 get nine and a half games back. So a half game back on both the Hawks and the Celtics. So this is our chance. We face a pretty tough team in Portland that's playing good basketball. Again, right now they're in the playing tournament, but they're 35 and 28. They're on a three-game win streak. Right? So this right here is our opportunity to make a run. But we're going to need every game. And we're and against the Portland Trailblazers, we're going to need 48 minutes. This isn't going to be a game where we walk in and we just blow them out. Hopefully, we have Kemba back. I feel like injuries is a, another constant that we've struggled with. Again, 64 games into the season. Still have not played a single game with a healthy team. So, hopefully, game 65, that changes. And we start another winning streak. Right now we're at two games. I'd like it to be at three by the time the weekend's over. Because if that happens, there's a very good chance that the Celtics move into that five spot. Atlanta, again, plays Philly. And if it's anything like tonight's game where they got blown out by 22 points, this is the opportunity for the Celtics to move up a game on them. Which is very much needed at this point. So that's it. I mean, realistically, the Knicks have a tough schedule coming up. There's a lot of movement in the bottom half of this Eastern Conference that can happen in the next two weeks, three weeks. Hopefully, the Celtics can play like we did in the second half today. Hopefully, we start to see some of our guys back in the lineup. Brad starts to get a normal rotation hopefully we get to see celtic basketball again because that hasn't happened all season long on a consistent basis everyone kind of thought including myself thought that the celtics turned a corner after that six game win streak and then we followed it up with three horrible losses hopefully we can start start something new here and you know realistically at the end of the day, like the most important thing is health at this point. The Celtics need to get healthy. 
And that includes Evan Fournier. I want to touch on him real quick because a lot of people are still giving him shit. And it's it's warranted. He's playing just bad basketball right now. But when a good player, a good scorer, goes to a good team, yes, his point production is always going to go down. But his shooting percentages should go up because he's getting better looks. When you're on a team like Orlando, you're the guy. Like You're getting a pretty good defender thrown on you every game. That's not the case in Boston. He's getting better looks in Boston than he was in Orlando. And that and it just has to happen. That's the way it is. You're getting Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart driving, kicking. You can't get doubled on a team like that. Which means you're just going to get better looks. Right now, his shooting percentages are horrible. That comes down to COVID. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's an excuse that we're going to pander all year long. He's played four games. Like You need to give him a little bit of leeway here. And as much as I hate the fact that he's playing like garbage, you got to get his feet under him. I will say this, and I'll, I'll wrap up with this. Aaron Neesmith has been probably the most enjoyable player this, this entire week. I think the basketball he's brought to this team, he's making up for the, the lack of Fournier touches. He's looking good. He's getting, He's hitting his shots, finally. He had a stretch in the beginning of the season where he was playing, just, he was shooting terrible from the field, terrible from three. But his percentages are up there now. Seven of nine tonight. Had a couple of nice mid-ranges. Again, super, super aggressive on the glass. And just getting a couple nice defensive hustle plays. But seven of nine from the field, two of three from three. These are the type games that we need from our role players. And when you look at the playoff roster, you know, similar to what we had tonight, I mean, obviously take out Waters, replace him with Kemba. Those are going to be the 10 guys that play. But we're probably going to see a little bit less of Neesmith, a little bit less of Pritchard, a little bit less of Grant, which I'm sure every Celtics fan out there is not complaining about. But at this point, you got to be happy with this win. This is a huge, huge victory for this Celtics team. I'll wrap things up there. Celtics are back in the hunt. Big game on Sunday against Portland. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics at NBA Celtics guy, excuse me, and make sure to tune in Sunday night Celtics Trailblazers. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it now. I can't help it now. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic.